2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of and audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
0: Now I'm, th- I'm throwing in my own hobos now, buddy. You know, if even I feel- have the cadence down, yeah, but I got, it's, it's it's practice. It's it is a work in progress. But if I feel that there's an empty space that needs a hobo, I'm going to throw a hobo in there.
4: It's really good that that's what I've been reduced to. Yeah, but it's good. You know, t- okay. I'm you. Sometimes I mean, you got to know where you stand. And tell you fellas, I think we need another hobo.
0: Really, explore the room with the hobo, Tip. Uh, speaking Jason's of hobos,
4: Jason. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Frostberg? Whoever made that open is a hobo. Wow. Wow.
0: Hey, listen, there were a lot of people at Syracuse football media day. You just couldn't see them pictured in what went out on the internet. There's more okay. people in the studio right now. There was. No, that, that is true. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that would be two yeah. of us. Yeah, no, there is. You know, there had to be somebody there to take the picture. You know, Well, like there, were two, there was someone there to take the picture, and there was someone else with a camera. So
4: there were Student two people Newspaper reporter slash photographer. <laughs> two people in the Can't room. Can't have two anymore. You got to do them both. Uh, and actors and, and I might have papers there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Listen, we've been, to, we've been to one bowl game in the last, like, ten years, and the best player on the team. No, no, we're not going to bring him to media day. We're not going to bring Sean Tucker. So, okay, I get it. But, wow, that was embarrassing. That well, really was just embarrassing. Just didn't
4: have anything he needed to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> what are you It, seems, win, to me, it seems to me you, you'd get them coached up and just say, dude, we kind of need this from you. Listen, please. When, uh, when this,
0: let me just tell you something, Syracuse. When it's all said and done, you're not going to have a seat at the table in college football. You're going to be in the <laughs> lower bowl division with teams like Pittsburgh and Oregon State and Texas Tech. That's where you'll be. Do you have any fun NIL stories? No, no. Do you, no, you have any hot takes? Are you mad at Nick Saban for any? Re- okay, well, then we're
4: done and we're moving on to something else. You're dangerously close to saying you're going to get it. <laughs>
0: you're gonna, I mean, the cadence was perfect.
4: Uh, we could talk about how
0: complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms, they do apply. Well, we got big stuff out of the NFL. Jason Lock and Forrest stopping by in a few minutes. Uh, reason why? Major League Baseball needs to listen to us, and we told you about how to make the All-Star game better. But I have to really give my seal of approval and tip my cap, Mike Harmon, to James Harden. I I have to. Company man. He may be the best businessman in all of sports.
4: I don't know that there's anybody better. Nobody better. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to look at the horizon. Recognize the vast fortune that you've already amassed, and, and think about what it's gotten you. Your jersey has been retired. Strip Plenty up. of nights with a lot of laughs and wings yeah. and beers yeah. and yeah. dances. Mm-hmm. And more dances. hmm and then more beers, and then then probably a late-night burrito when it hits 3 or 4 uh, a.m. to finish it off and and soak up some more of that grease. But you're pondering where you're at in your existence, and they say, this is all we're going to give you. And like all the other veteran players on the marketplace, there's not a lot of landing spots for you at this point. So here's what we're going to do, and then you start to spin it as best you can. And Jeez. good for him. I mean, it's still sixty-nine million dollars. No, it is, and he's the see what best I did there. I mean, I rounded up because you gotta you round up. That's
0: okay. James Harden did something that I have to take my hat off to him for because he did something that should have been impossible. But the Seventy Sixers. Probably were under the influence some kind of Jedi mind trick because I don't know how the hell James Harden convinced the Sixers that, hey, a two year, sixty eight million dollar contract extension was the way to go. All right. Because James Harden was not going to get paid coming off this season, right? He had to either opt into his deal for over $40 million or become a free agent. Of course, he's going to opt in for over $40 million because no other team is going to pay him because they all saw that James Harden, like we saw, is a deteriorating asset. He's not the same player he was. He's not dynamic. Is he still a good player? Yeah, but James Harden's a super-duper star, and he clearly was not. The Nets had to get rid of him. He couldn't vault the Sixers anywhere. He was their fourth best player in the playoffs when you're supposed to be the second best guy right behind Joel Embiid. So, of course, all right, he's opting in. But, I'm going to make it seem like I'm a company guy where I'm going to say, hey, listen, I'll take less money this year so you can get another free agent, bring somebody else in that's going to help us win. Because I'm going to pretend that suddenly I care about winning and
4: I care about the team. No, 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 come on. No, no, no. see, I can't put it at zero. Pretend. Look, you may not like to give it a giant chunk of the, the pie of Izzy doing something selflessly and thinking about team and legacy and the stability of Joel Embiid, who's, who ne- really needs, needs things to work out in the end for him here. He needs an MVP award, too. And Harden might be saying, I am the best chance to be able to deliver him that MVP and still fight for a title. Look, am I going to say it's a hundred percent altruistic? Hell no, nothing no, is not. No, 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 but nothing is. Okay, right. and I'm saying this to everybody out there across this land. You do good works, okay, selfless acts, etc. You get something in the process. You get to say, "I did that," because ninety nine point nine percent of you can't wait to tell someone of something good you did for somebody. But it's not a selfless
0: act. What he did was say, I'll take $15 million less this year, and we'll work on a two-year extension. Sure. So what he wound up doing was, I'm going to take $15 million less this year, so I can get another $33 million next year. No, that's a Dollar cost averaging. Nobody was going to give him money, Mike. Nobody was. No, but, he was gonna, no, but he was still going to get a contract somewhere next year. Right, but he wasn't going to get $33 million. Another bad year you for don't James know. Harden. James hey, Harden's there's 30 on- Owners, it takes James, one dumb one to get you he, back to another thirty has, million dollars. It takes the a, Knicks to get okay. you back to another thirty million dollars. Is, is, is that where you want to go play? You want to go play? You want to go play in Sacramento? You want to go play in Indiana? You want to go? He's you want to go play in Detroit? You want? That's where you're going to go, right? Uh, you he, had Detroit as
4: a team that's going to be a title contender. At two no, no, years. no, no. I said they and were. to the are last year. and you and they threw they them didn't. back into the dumpster fire. Well, now, now
0: they got. Well, it depends. It depends how many Bayheims play for them.
4: You got Buddy Beheim. You got Jimmy Bayheim. I mean, maybe, maybe Jim Beheim coaches the Pistons. Why? Well, I, I was going to say, is he going to coach instead of <laughs> hanging out with the two people at that Syracuse presser? <laughs> but look, but here's it, it
0: wasn't a basketball
4: press. It was a basketball press. You know what? People he should have shown there, up, okay? just to do a solid. People would
0: have been there, but he wasn't going to make near or, or knew that I'm the chances of me making a lot of money next year are really slim and none because I'm not the same player. And if he would gamble on himself. Okay, you know what? I'm opting in for this year, and I'm going to be a great player, and I'm going to get a lot of money next year. He knows. He knows that he's not going to get paid because of the player that he has turned into. So what I'm doing is I am extending my payday. I'll give back $15 million this year to make $33 million next year. And he's patting himself on the back going – I did it. I fooled the Sixers into giving me money because they're stuck. Their hands are tied because they traded away Ben Simmons. And for a year, they made it seem like Ben Simmons was John Morant or Kobe Bryant or Magic Johnson or George Mikan. He's that good. Oh, we can't give him away. Oh, when they finally pull the trigger for James Harden, what happens? James Harden is disappointing. And so what do they do now? Boy, if we say goodbye to James Harden after just another year and he stinks, we look awful. We traded away Ben Simmons for Harden. Harden's awful. Now we don't have either of those guys. So, yeah, we're panicked a little bit in that, well, we have to try it with James Harden. So Harden knew he had the leverage and knew he could push the Sixers into into making this happen. In the end, what he did was make way more money for himself next year. Yes, he gives back $15 million this year, but he makes it all back next year and another $18 million because he wasn't going to get paid next year. He fooled everybody, and he had the Sixers where he needed to have them because they couldn't go out out of this situation with Simmons to Harden and not have him on the team. So, bravo, James Harden. You fooled everybody into thinking you're still a really good player and you still really matter. I mean, that is, that is some kind of achievement.
4: Now, I, I think you've dismissed him as a player altogether. I, I, it's not like he's on his last legs. I mean, he was still 21-7 and 10-5 for the Sixers, for the Nets. Twenty-two, five, eight, ten, two. 5 I don't know if you're still averaging double-digit assists. There's money to be had for you out here. I mean, right now in the NBA, Jason, there are 37 players scheduled to make at least $30 million this coming year. 37 got yeah, 37. Shut uh, up. Yeah, including uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, just underneath that uh, level, you've got Jaron Jackson. Oh, you've got Kevin Love. Kevin Love's right there at 28-9. Would you rather have James Harden or Kevin Love at this point? Kevin Love. Come on. (laughs) Are you just trying to bolster Gavin Newsom's argument about UCLA and what it all means? Is that that what you're trying to do
0: here?
3: (laughs) Come on now.
0: James Harden... Is on a five-year decline for points. He's on a five-year decline for three points made, for three points attempted. His assists have been pretty st- steady, right? His assists have been – he's yep. averaged about 10 assists a game yeah, for the goal last five field percentage fell off a great. cliff this last everything, year. Everything is down. Offensively, the dynamism of his game, everything is down. His that's shots per word. game, his shots made – I don't know if it's a word, but it sounds good. No, dynamism I'm going to give you a, really, di- really uh, a dime
4: into a jar for that. That is yeah. a nice yeah, that,
0: that, word. I'm glad you like dynamism is really good. But everything – what made him great was the dynamic scorer he turned himself into. And with that, being able to dish the way he did. I give him so much credit for reinventing himself mid-career to saying, I can be more than just a guy who scores. But now he's on, again, a five-year downward spiral. His stats are down across every year for five years. It's, it's, it, you, 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 can't, you can't cut it up that suddenly, oh, he's going to get it back now? I mean, he went from he's scoring 36 a game to 21 a game. I mean, it's a it's a fifteen point per game that he that he's, that he's lost over the course of the past five years. Right, his threes have gone from four and a half to five per game. Now he makes two per game. He's not the same guy. And yet, because of his his unique circumstance, because the Sixers were stuck, he was able to parlay this into another year of money when he wouldn't get paid. If he has another year, let's just say he has a year like he had last year. Right, say he has same year with the Seventy Sixers, twenty one and ten. Let's say he's a twenty one and ten guy. Sure, is anybody giving him? 35 million dollars next year no you're not giving a guy 35 million but but here it
4: is but this is the dollar cost averaging of it instead of him opting in for 47 this year would he have made another 21 next year i don't know if 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 you're james harden
0: and you think you're the same player don't you take 47 million this year and think next year i'm gonna get another big contract too and i'm gonna get 47 million for my next team if you're James Harden and you think you're going to still be great, don't you say 47 million this year, let's roll. Let's roll. And next year, I'm going to be, I'm going to still going to make 47 million dollars a year. Don't you do that if you're Harden and you think you're Well, the we same love guy. I'd
4: love the bet on yourself. But this is putting 68 million dollars guaranteed into his pocket. Right, exactly. Where he 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 says
0: I'll take 15 million less, right? Instead of 47 million which he would have gotten for this year and who knows and who knows how much he would get next year. He's getting now 68 million for the next 2 years. Uh, that's pretty good. That that that's a pretty good say, okay, well, I'm giving this back, but I wouldn't get a new contract and would the Sixers really say, "Okay, here's my 47 million this year.
4: Let's let's sign for another 3 years and we'll do a 100 and some odd million. I don't know, depending on what the year brings." Mm. And We've right, seen some really exactly. stupid contracts, right? In the NBA. But it, and
0: right, I I, I I hear you on that. But if Harden was the bet on himself guy. He would have said, Yeah, I'll take the 47000000 million. I'm not going to, no one's going to turn money away. So he would have said, Yeah, I'll take the $47 million this year and watch, watch what happens after this year. I'll be back to scoring 28 29 a game, still with a 10 assist, seven rebounds, and someone's going to give me $45, 50000000 million dollars a year for the next two, three years, and make another $150 million. If he was that guy, that's what he'd be doing. I, that he, he would be going along that road, but instead, I'm just going to try to extend it for another year to get paid. So I'm going to get another $33 million next year when, who knows, it would have been guaranteed because he's on a decline.
4: Right, but you're completely dismissing that there, there may be some veracity to what he's claimed here. All his contemporaries have won titles. Some of them are still grousing because they don't think they get any credit for it. Sorry, KD. But... All these other guys have won. He hasn't experienced that. And at some point, you realize that the sands of time are running out, and you're going to enter that long list of dudes that were great but never got there. And in his case, he's already got all the detractors from, oh, was he wearing a fat suit? I don't like the way he conducts himself and gets out. Likes Russell Westbrook. Oh, he was a stat padding guy for a while. So I, I just I can't dismiss categorically That there, while yes, obviously wants to make as much money as he can. He's made two sixty eight. You all right there, buddy? No, I got something in my throat. You okay
0: there, buddy? I know it's really difficult to to pump up James Harden. It's very difficult, even sometimes when you realize what you're
4: saying. Ah, he made a lot of money. It's difficult. It's difficult. Did not think I'd be getting that worked up (laughs) about James Harden off the jump. (laughs) You're very emotional about James Harden. No, I, I need I need a a, a logic I've got a little tickle in my throat. Well look, you go believe in James
0: Harden. I'm not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. So what are you uh, gonna say? He's gonna tank now? Uh now he's on a he's on a slow decline. Sure he's on a slow decline. He's in his mid thirties, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah right. Well, sure. And, and who's lining up to pay guys like that? I mean that's that's what it is. You're not really going to try that banana in the tailpipe thing at one point. I've never tried that, see if that would work. You know, sticking it you know in the car I mean, exhaust and you can't start the car. I've got to try that at some never. I've always wanted to try that. And I want to see if I
4: can do sure that. Just make sure you have identified a person who's least likely to come kick your ass.
1: Okay. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: You've put it off long enough.
3: to start listening
0: a big story out of the nfl today if you believe this is a big story uh jimmy garoppolo now has the green light to be traded Don Yee, is agent, and the Niners have all come to an agreement now. Garoppolo is recovered from his shoulder surgery, uh, beginning workouts, and he is okay to be traded. All right, this and the Baker Mayfield story, the two most overrated storylines of the offseason, 100%. Because why? I'm going to ask you a question, and this is why it's overrated. Tell me where Jimmy Garoppolo's going. Tell me where he's going to go, where he's going to make a difference, where he's going to walk in and start. Tell me.
4: Well, not anymore. I mean, no, it, look, exactly. Not, no, no, but that's the thing is that he he could have potentially Yeah, could have gone to the Bears. Oh, sorry, Bob. I'm so, sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry, pal. I'm sorry, buddy. He's not going. He wasn't going to go there.
4: Are you done? <laughs> Before Baker Mayfield found his way. See, the stories are intertwined. Before he found his way to Carolina, don't tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo's not an upgrade over Sam Darnold. Oh, of course he is. But, In terms but, of controlling an offense. Oh, oh, he would have been an upgrade.
0: And and before the draft, he would have been a great Pittsburgh Steeler. But the Steelers decided Mitchell Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. They're all set now. All these teams are all set because the Niners, are, they could have traded Garoppolo. They could have traded him right after the season ended. Yeah, shoulder surgery. Is he going to have a clean bill of health? Yes, we'll make the deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll give you X and Y and you cut back the salary that he's out of $24 million. Jimmy Garoppolo was eminently traded. But teams decided to say, nope, we're gonna wait and we're gonna go through the draft and get our guy. And of course, now everybody is all set. The only teams that can take him are, as Jason Lock and Fora told us half hour ago, teams that suffer an injury during the preseason and and think they have playoff dreams or title dreams, and hey, we can go get Jimmy Garoppolo. But that's if there's an injury. If there's no injury, it's teams like Miami. If Tua Tungo-Vailoa, they give him a little bit of time and he really can't do it, okay, we'll turn things over to Garoppolo because we have a really good team built around him. A team like the Giants that's giving Daniel Jones another chance. But if he falters and maybe the team is okay, Garoppolo can step in. Atlanta, who's trying to start. I mean, The only teams he's going to are, are teams he'd go to where he'd be a backup. And and if something happens, he's got a chance to start. The Garoppolo story could have been a big one. It could have been bigger, but it's just not because everybody's moved on because you have to. All right. You're talking about people are coming to camp now. The Raiders came to camp today with the veterans are coming. It's awesome. Everybody's here, man. The NFL season is here. And Garoppolo is, hey, now we can trade him. Uh, Yeah, this is a story that would have been good a few months ago. But this leads me to my hot take. This leads me to my hot take about Jimmy G. You ready? I'm going to throw this at you, Mike. You ready? All right. Let's go. All right. This is all for show because we've heard many reports that Trey Lance simply is not ready. His accuracy is not very good. He's not advanced like the Niners thought he would. It was really weird because you don't normally see guys taking number three overall in the draft, a quarterback, sit for an entire season. Sometimes you see him sit for a couple of weeks, but eventually those guys play. Trey Lance got a handful of snaps. Jimmy Garoppolo started. Why is this? Trey Lance was so good. They traded up to get him. Why not? Okay, well, he makes it through the first year. All right. But now we've heard again from Adam Schefter. Jason Cole told us the accuracy issues with Trey Lance are really alarming. So here's my hot take. This is all for show. It's all for show so the Niners eventually can say, we couldn't find anybody for Jimmy Garoppolo, so we're going to keep him. And guess what? He's going to wind up winning the starting job because Trey Lance still isn't ready. And they're going to give Lance the chance in training camp to show that he's the guy. But if he falters or they get out of the gate 0 and 2 and Trey Lance struggles, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the guy again, and they can go back to him and write the season pretty early and get back to being the playoff team and the NFC Championship team they were last NFC Championship game team they were last year. This is. all for show and the Niners clearly have a plan that we're going to wind up keeping Jimmy G and the path for him to start for us is still there because we can't just let him go and stick with Trey Lance because boy if the guy stinks that's going to suck but eventually we have to put him out there and people have to see if the guy can sink or swim right that's the thing with Trey Lance so now with Jimmy Garoppolo this is where they can couch it and and say, we have, a, we have a safety net if it happens. And boy, how lucky were we we couldn't get a trade partner for Jimmy Garoppolo. Because right now, that's his best chance to start, is to stay on the team and hope that, and, and that Trey Lance continues on this path of underwhelming and he winds up starting for a team that made it to the NFC title game. There's my hot take.
4: I would open door number two, and it takes a little getting to. So let's, let's stay with yours for a moment, which is kind of fun because you've got the great Robbie Gold long time n f l legend former chicago bear uh still goes home to chicago and and experiences the city as often as he can uh but he's had all laudatory things to say about trey lance leadership skills and what he is ready to uh to be the guy in the locker room, which is timed with this report of well, now they've been given permission to ask you know seek a trade question is were they long before this Right, it's always kind of been the doors kind of open there, but let me posture this after I have a coughing fit. Oh boy, buddy, you just need more water, man. Water, 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 water. I even dusted off the throat coat. Oh, and that's yeah, what we're going buddy. to. But how about he ends up as another Don Yee client, as the backup down in Tampa after getting released? Hmm. Backing up Tom Brady, who
0: would let? He would say, "Hey, is Bill Belichick making these moves?" And I don't want this guy sitting behind me, man. I'm done. I am absolutely finished. Oh, well, but when you know that'd the finish great. line
4: is legitimately almost there, the door, the door might be, uh, you know, might be a little more amenable to Tom Brady to kind of look around and go, "All right, that works." Now it would kill all the lip service that's been done for Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But you can only do so much to try to make Blaine Gabbert happen. This guy The guy's been Yeah, but it allows us to talk about Gabo.
0: Yeah, uh, did you hear that Smithers Gabo is coming? Uh look, it it would be it would be awesome. I'd love to see it. And many quarterbacks could do a lot worse than backing up Brady for a year in Tampa and then raising their profile and raising their value next year whether it's with Tampa when Brady decides screw this, I'm going to the Dolphins or he decides, "Hey, I really can't do it at the level I was used to, so now I'm really retiring." There's a lot of guys, there's a lot of guys who can who would be better off, you know, with that. But for Garoppolo to be there for the for the the Bucks to make that kind of deal. Ooh man, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if Brady's got that big time seal of approval on something like that. And and I don't know that for for Jimmy, it's a it's a better path for him because if Brady plays well and all right, I'm playing another year. What's Garoppolo going to say? Great, I just had a year sitting and I didn't. Now I got to go someplace else. Now you got to wind up, wind up going someplace else. I mean, it's the the thing for for Garoppolo, the Niners at this point keep you know the Trey Lance is underwhelming, and it could wind up being your team very quickly. You already know the offense, you know the playmakers. They brought everybody back. This may be your best path to be a starter, and and this may be
4: the Niners' grand plan all along. Just right, but remember that. when we we talk about the agendas for stuff that leaks out right you got folks that are going to try to distance themselves look i wasn't a trey lance guy to begin with i was always team jimmy but in the end he's in his final year of his deal anyway so he's likely moving on because they'll draft another another guy if trey lance can't get it done this year with the draft rich 2023 uh quarterback class and then Jimmy G's probably, unless he leads them to an NFC title berth or another Super Bowl appearance, Jimmy. Uh, the, the, he's probably looking for another option and opportunity again anyway. You know, we didn't even bring up Seattle, where Gino and Drew Locke will battle for supremacy. Mm. As hard you- as, it, as it is to go in division with trades, like that's the one place that you circle and go, do they really have their guy? I'm curious to see Drew Locke in a, in a situation where he's got a couple of players, maybe a different structure that allows him to succeed, but there's no guarantees.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spin-off of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit
1: overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week explore some amazing
6: facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben Maller on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast
0: you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's
2: TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
3: You're my favorite icon.
5: Oh, Joseph!
3: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to start listening
0: well big stuff in the nfl to get to joining us now on the hotline he's on twitter at jason lock and for odyssey nfl insider longtime friend of the show joining us live from camden yards where the orioles are hanging a banner for being 500 at the all-star break jason can you hear me amidst all the goings
6: on there in baltimore the Jets ever hang a banner for being seven and seven in at Thanksgiving? I mean, I don't know. That's when did that last happen? Hey, well, that's yeah. true. Well, they they if, when they get back there, they probably will hang a banner. And you know what? I wouldn't be mad at them. Good for Let them. Let
0: me tell you. Listen, Pro Football Focus said the Jets had the best off season of
4: any team. We hung a banner for that already.
6: Hmm. Wow.
4: Hey, find those wins where you can, fellas.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I got to I gotta take a minute to kind of. Ruminate on that for a minute and let that marinate with me. I'm not all right so p f l okay all right.
0: I think it was pro football I think it was I'm pro, I, 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 well I, just go read money. the
6: banner right what you, yeah, whenever you when matter. you find the banner, read the banner and then you're I'll good <laughs> at least at least dude. it's documented right for posterity <laughs> we, we, we all know if we can find the banner, yeah. then we'll know who said it.
0: That, that's it. That, yeah, listen, we had, we had a banner when we spent the most money in free agency. We got all kinds of banners up
6: all the place. The Metallus. butt fumble banner. Yeah, sure. Gee, it's it. glorious. Number Rex one. Rex foot fetish yeah. banner. Yeah, yeah sure. it's all good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you kidding? We just print banners like crazy. Uh, so hey, but seriously, congratulations what was on the b- five hundred.
6: What was uh? Yeah, can't, can't wait. Bart Scott, can't, can't wait, wait banner. banner.
0: Yeah, we did that. Sure. Yeah, we got, we got all kinds of stuff. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. We'll go. I'll take you through the big room they have at the stadium and with all the all the old banners. Yeah, Fireman Ed. He he's back, right? He's
6: sort of back in the fold now. I don't we know how they ba- let we that We had a banner back, yeah. when
0: he returned. Didn't you see they unfurled the big banner I'm, for him? It's the Fireman's helmet. Yeah,
6: I miss that. No, I yeah. love Fireman Ed. Yeah. I I say that with full sincerity.
0: <laughs> but seriously, dude, congrats! I mean, the Orioles being five hundred—that is—that is—you ain't making Vegas nervous. I saw the story today that there's all, all the moving of lines. Yeah, people are
6: freaking yeah. out. I, I yeah. guess it's funny. My my buddy Will Brinson um, from the Pick Six podcast, he sent me a text like two weeks ago, and he's like, "You you realize like your Orioles are hammering Vegas? Like Sharp started riding them." In like the middle of of May, and they're destroying the money line, and I'm like, well, I mean, I, I watch them every night, and they're they're never like they they just finally started being favored in some games, like in June, so that makes sense. And then like he hit me up again, and he's like, dude, there's a lot of sharps like sitting on Orioles tickets that they bought in early June, late May, and the odds of them just to make the playoffs are astronomical. And there's a lot of momentum for that and, and then sure enough now, right, they've gone from like sixteen thousand and one to make the playoffs to like two hundred and fifty and one. So I, I look, I, I don't know if they're gonna make the postseason or not. But I don't think they're falling apart. I don't think they're gonna completely collapse. Um they're gonna trade some dudes at the deadline because they have to. And it just makes sense for their macro like their their overarching global goal, right, of winning a a World Series, like to do that, they're probably going to have to continue to buy some lottery tickets at the the deadline, but I think they're also in the market, oh, I don't think, I know they're in the market for controllable pitching, like they're in the market for youngish current starters, and the salary doesn't really matter too much because their payroll is non-existent, who are controllable for this year and at least 1 to 2 more years because they think they have a window opening up here. So they could be both simultaneously buyers and sort of sellers at the deadline, which which would be interesting. This kid Jackson Holiday, they just took over the weekend first overall is incredibly intriguing. Uh it's a, it's a it's a ridiculously fun time to be an Orioles fan, which you really haven't been able to say in July since probably 2016.
4: Yeah, I got to watch some Oriole fans get really drunk in Chicago. They were having a blast.
6: Uh, oh, yeah, that was a fun little two-game series. Yeah, there was a lot of, like that. yeah, that, you know, we don't play in Wrigley that often, so a lot of people had booked that, you know what I mean? Like, sort of as soon as it became clear that those games were going to happen, even if the Orioles had sucked, like, even if this was a typical Orioles season, there would have been a nice presence there. But the fact that the Cubs completely suck and the Orioles were in the midst of a 10-game winning streak, um, yeah, that was that was fun stuff.
4: All right, so turning to the world of the national mm-hmm. football league, uh, Don Yee and company have been given yes. permission to go find a trade partner. Uh-huh. In other words, we didn't like what we were, we were being told. Well, Maybe you could ferret out something better.
1: Yeah,
6: I mean, look, uh, the, the idea of them being granted permission, like the 49ers wanted to trade Garoppolo since before he got the surgery. So I just I'm, I I don't know like is this really I, I okay well I I think the Forty ers were more in favor of trying to accelerate this process way sooner than Team Garoppolo was because the Forty ers were also you know read certain people's reporting. They were they they were trying to posit back at the combine that he's getting this surgery, but it doesn 't really matter, and we're still going to trade him before the draft because uh i don't know i don't follow there's no real logic there, but you know people parrot talking talking points and sure. and you know you do what you got to do, I guess to stay in business, but this was never going to happen before August because he was never going to be able to pass anybody else's physical until August, and the fact that he's, you know, that, that Carter Chow and Don Yi have now been officially granted permission to seek a trade, like, I I don't really, nothing's, like, nothing's <laughs> nothing changed. Like, these guys have been wanting to peddle his contract forever. They they didn't like the timing of the, of the surgery in the first place, and now they're trying to tell you, you know, nothing to see here. He's perfectly fine, but he didn't start throwing a football until two and a half weeks ago. So, eh. This is a tricky wicket. It always has been. Um, And their best odds, their their best-case scenario, their best ability to make a football trade and not a salary dump requires an injury to happen to some other starting quarterback for some other team whose owner fancies them a Super Bowl contender. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. If it doesn't happen, then guess what? he's probably going to just get released because at a certain point, Jed York's going to be like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. And that's what other teams are banking on. And unless and, and, and there is an injury or some other outside factor that alters the um, current market forces, the current, you know, economical realities of a Jimmy Garoppolo trade, then the 49ers have no leverage. And maybe something will happen to give them more leverage. Uh, but they are by no means in a position of power or, or or strength.
0: Well, that's the thing, Jay. Is that where's the where's the fit? I mean, everybody has moved on, yeah. and and no. every team that thinks they're a contender has figured out their quarterback position. You know, Dude, I, I'm the, wondering. The, you know, Jimmy
6: Garoppolo has been available since San Francisco moved heaven and earth to move up twice to get the third overall. What was that? I don't know. I, 17 months ago or 15 months ago or whatever the hell it was. Like, it was, while, it was a It's been a minute since the 49ers consummated the trade to get the three. Right? And we all, we all lived through that offseason. Like, is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? Is it, you know, whatever, the Loch Ness Monster? Who have they moved up to get? Like, that, that all happened. And that was a long freaking time ago. That was not leading up to this draft. That was leading up to the draft
1: preceding it.
6: So... Yeah, like, sometimes you just need to step back. You need to, you know, just sort of suss out the clutter and the noise and the talking points and the, you know, the group, the the mass text, and just say, well, okay, let me put my thinking cap on here and say what common sense. We've seen how many quarterback moves this off season. We've seen a ton. And how many teams are still really, like, who who – Who really needs a Jimmy Garoppolo? A one-shouldered Jimmy Garoppolo? Right, we don't even, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo who can't really probably pass a physical yet? Like, the 49ers are going to tell you, "Hmm, yeah, of course, he's great. No, no, he's not. Like, yeah, I mean, look, Seattle, maybe. Okay, not that that's an easy trade to make in the division, and Seattle held a pretty firm line with, with Mayfield, so what are they? And and that was a non-throwing shoulder. What kind of a line are they going to hold for a dude who just had you know surgery on his throwing shoulder? After that, like you, I mean, you tell me. Like everybody's kind of made their bed for this year, you know. Like, do do the Lions need a quarterback? Do the Falcons need a quarterback? Yeah, they they both do. But guess what? They're going to take their lumps this year in what are still rebuilding seasons with Mariota and. Goff, respectively, they're, they're not. If they were interested in Garoppolo, they would have done it before, said, okay, well, we don't really care when he's ready to throw. Let's just get him in the building. And we think he's so much better than anybody else. We think he gives us the best chance to win. So we'll, we'll, we'll get him invested mentally in our offseason program. We'll get him to learn our offense. And whenever he can play, he can play. Nobody's nobody's done that. like, And even the 49ers – When they traded for Garoppolo a week before the trade deadline in season, remind me, how many weeks did he sit before he played? I want to say it was at least five. Right. And they were throwing absolute garbage out there. You know, they they, they were having human pinatas go out there at the quarterback position, and they didn't seem to care because the dude didn't know their system yet. So, yeah, I – I think this trade has much more to do with some injuries that haven't occurred yet than it does teams all of a sudden being super interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, and there's the also the element of nobody's paying him $25 million a year, so how much are you willing to eat?
4: Jason Smith's show with Mike Harmon here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason and for a longtime NFL insider, reporter, and analyst, joins us. Radio host 1057, the fan there in Baltimore. At Jason and 4 is where you can find him on Twitter. So, all reports, everything's starting to funnel down to a two to eight game suspension mm, isn't for it? Deshaun Watts. Well, at least, <laughs> again, it's the group think. I'm not an insider, I'm just the guy reading what's out there. And yeah. You know what gets adjudicated at least in initial phases by Judge Robinson isn't what is factually rubber stamped by Roger Goodell right, and I think we what we keep finding is folks uh seem to forget that second part still exists,
6: yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of people who are licking their fingers and sticking them in the air and trying to figure out which way the wind's blowing. I would counter by saying, "I don't think the wind is blowing i i don't I don't think. There are no shortage of people who would like to tell you that they know how this is going to play out because they they, or their employers are very, very emotionally and financially invested in how this will play out. And that includes PR people for the league, PR people for either the Texans or the Browns, um, executives with the Browns, um, like we could go through this whole exercise of who has what to gain and who has what sure. to lose. But the overarching reality is we have never seen a case like this before and a situation like this before in the history of the NFL. We just have it. When you look at the scope of these allegations, the the length and breadth of which they cover from a um just a timeline, a chronological uh Order and the repeated nature and and how aligned the, these these um, these testimonies are, right? In terms of of a pattern of behavior,
4: sure.
6: When you look at this being the the first instance of a matter of this magnitude that now is going to be applied to this new procedure, as you just noted, into how we adjudicate matters of the personal conduct policy and that we now have Judge Robinson in a role that was sort of previously the commissioner's role, only the commissioner could still really get involved in this himself if he so chooses. And there's so many sort of parties, and, and, and the minutiae of the process itself has never been tested at any level, let alone this level, with a case of this magnitude, again, with so much about this that is unprecedented. And then people are saying, well, the thinking here is that. Like, I, I mean, I I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. There's a couple of people who know what Judge Robinson's thinking, and they probably eat dinner with her every night. And they're probably not in the media. And the people she's eating dinner with every night aren't probably talking to a whole lot of people in the NFL, you know, echo chamber media subsect. So... I wouldn't get too caught up in anything that anybody is guessing because right now people aren't reporting they're guessing.
0: He's on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL Insider. Always bringing the fire, Jay. Man, appreciate it as always. Uh, we will talk next week. Have a great one.
6: Always my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Ooh.
0: See you, Jason.